Blog Talk Radio. Cheese on the podcast. What is happening? OPB Midweek coming in full effect with, of course, your host, D. Willa, a.k.a. Willa the King. We've got a lot of boxing talk to cover. We'll be talking about the upcoming fights. We'll be talking about Wilder telling Joshua the money's in the bag. And we'll be talking about WBC dropping a lot of motherfucking demands. But for, but before we get into that, let's take it to my main man on the trigger. The self-proclaimed 2005, 2015, he ain't that old, 2015 podcast rookie of the year from the Central Valley, a LeBron James lover, my man, RC. What's going on, RC? <laughs> What's going on, man? I'm chilling right now. I was just barely getting in the, in the, in the crib a little while ago. Um, happened to catch the fourth quarter of the game and, you know, just seeing LeBron James do some king shit, clutch, and about to bury the Pacers, no big deal. Yeah, about to bury the Pacers, no big deal. But, like you said, there's a lot going on. In yeah, Boston, no, yeah, it's definitely so. not a big deal. It's definitely not a big deal. This is the first round. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, it's the, not a big deal. He's so needing need to pull out all, all the stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and let me just say this. Fuck Kyrie. He what don't do need think? Kyrie Irving. He got the block and he got the shots. He could do it by himself. Well, you know, with the James gang and all. So, um, MVP, I don't know. But um, we'll, mm. we'll let that we'll so let he, that figure itself out. Um, I'm, 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 I'm forgetting. I, yeah, I'm forgetting. When, uh, when he did, when he finally won at Cleveland, that wasn't, he didn't have Kyrie? He had Kyrie, but without oh, okay, that okay. block on the time Biggie, before Kyrie that, he would never got that shot. And you know it. True. True that. True that. True that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True LeBron that. James. Jordan who? Jordan who, man? Let LeBron James play against some of those white boys like Jeff Hornacek and see what he would have put up. Some Will Chamberlain numbers. Come on now. Mur- but, he would have murdered him, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, LeBron is yeah, better than, LeBron is better than MJ for sure. But he but he ain't better he ain't better than Kobe, so he's still number two. But let's talk <laughs> boxing, man. Let's talk boxing. There's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of shit going Box, down, boy. man. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah, let's just go ahead and get into it, man. I I've been seeing a lot of shit. I was watching I was reading like some news, uh maybe the boxing. It's just a lot of different different people. Uh, different boxing sites I've been reading. They've been talking a lot of stuff about, you know, uh, Bro, uh, not Broner, uh, oh, shit, Wilder. He should have took the $12.5 million. 
you know, RC tried to get on here and lie to the people and say that they had incentives and all that. No, no, no. 12.5 flat rate. You know, he didn't, he didn't take it. People are, you know, up in arms. They say, they say he hasn't been on social media. They say he's scared. But then I think my man Wilder, he came out with this on IG earlier today or yesterday. I don't know. I just seen it. Let's see what he has to say. Yo, I'm about to catch this plane in a few minutes, but Anthony, you know, with your man Eddie and Barry Hearn and tell them to check their email. I got something special for you. And by the way, all the money's in the bag. So I expect you'll be a man of your word. Okay. I'll take 50 million up front. If that's the case, Wilder's team, bring me 50 million up front and we'll take the fight. I'll see you soon then. Oh, shit. Shots have been fired. The AJ haters are lovers. Wilder haters, they're, they're, they're scurrying like uh, roaches when the, uh, when the lights come on, man. It's a lot of everybody's been wondering. You know, they were like uh, after the $12 million, uh, $12 million offer, Wilder said they will come back with another offer. They have, he hasn't said anything yet. But, you know, reading in between the lines, looking at his IG post, we're thinking that he's gonna try to just throw the guy fifty million. I don't know, you know, I don't know how that how that happens, how they can make that deal, how how that works. But you know, if he's get if he's saying he's giving up 50, 50 mil, and he'll take the rest, you know, that could be anywhere from fifty to thirty. I know we got my boy JP on the line, uh, so we'll get to him uh, later on. But I know that he said, you know, fifty million is crazy talk with that fight. You know, he was saying something like thirty. You know, 50 and 60 and 80 was, was a little too high. So we don't know what, what the contract says, but, you know, the way he put that together, it's, it, it's reading that they're offering AJ $50 million. And RC, if he doesn't take the $50 million, he's running. He's scared. Bomb squad, he did it, man. He put, he, he, it's their move now. Chestnut checkers, man. What you think, RC? Yeah, um, I, I was a little bit surprised by it. Um, obviously, it's an investment by Team Wilder and Al Heyman if they really got that $50 million in the bag. And, and like you said, the ball's in the court now. And, um, yeah, he, he definitely got that bag for sure. Um, but it seemed like AJ, um, if I'm not mistaken, came out and commented on that post that Wilder had for him saying, let's rock with a little flame next to it or let's roll. So – Seems like he ain't scared if that's the offer that he wanted and said that's what it's going to take them. We're going to get this fight. Hey, real quick. Real quick, let me ask you about that. Just that that before I hate to jump in on you, but real quick on that. Now, we remember, you know, the Hearn camp, Dilly and White, they're saying, no, he said crack, not weed. Okay, never mind. Because I I, I was going to say something else, but that's that's all. So continue, my man. Sorry about that. All good. Nonetheless, I'm sipping my champagne right now. Relaxing myself. Hey, but yo, uh oh, he said let's rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, God, yeah, God, I only drink wine whenever I only drink wine when LeBron does something special. So I drink wine quite often. But anyway, I know the champagne goes to, get, to your head, huh? It goes to my head. The champagne straight to my head. <laughs> so the champagne, like we just won a championship <laughs> game, man. Come on, you know what it is. But yeah, no, um, first round. But go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Really though, um. 
I'm surprised by the move, um, but um, when you hear the, all the interviews, it's hard to believe who's who. Um, you know, like I said, I got I got sources out there overseas that say a lot of stuff about Eddie Hearn being, you know, a two-faced snake and all this and that. And uh, you got a correspondent from Seattle so confused saying that, you know, he likes Eddie Hearn. Uh, hard to like a guy who can't – you can't take anything – word for word with the guy, and he might as well just be brushing his teeth with toilet paper. So, I mean, I thought that we're going to get this fight next year, and or, I mean, if not next year, probably the year after that. That's why I was like, you know, might as well take that offer, man. And um, People are looking at it like, I see the AJ protectors out there talking shit, talking about, well, if Heyman could afford to pay AJ $50 million, why has he been paying Wilder so low? It's an investment, man. I don't think these guys know how business works. And Al Heyman definitely got some money lined up. I mean, all, over the years, he's been paying, you know, Danny Garcia, Adrian Broner, not, numerous PBC fighters when they had the showcases for the first year of the PBC. Pretty good money, man. And everyone's like, where's, where's PBC getting all this money? They must be going under, you know, about to uh, for, for, foreclose their houses and all this shit. But Al Heyman, um, when he worked with uh, Godfather Alicia, Al. Yeah, Godfather Al. Everybody got to thank Al after the fight. But everybody knew that the dude that snaked Oscar, um, Richie O'Sullivan, or no, that's the, the I can't remember the uh, the the son bitch that uh, that snaked Oscar, but he was working in, with the banks, and these guys know how money rolls. Um, but uh, you know that this is an investment. Al Heyman's probably gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say he's gonna be in debt, but you know, this is uh, probably that fight that he's going to want to – he's probably going to be biting his nails a little bit just because of what's on the line and what's at stake. But, I mean, I, I'm not so sure how, how I feel about this, but I'm just happy that this is possibly going to go on because Anthony Joshua said, playing in sight right then and there, even though him and Eddie Hearn both say different things, and it seems like they got to stack their lives on top of another lie. But this is it. He said that fifty million is what it's going to take because they don't think it's going to be that much of a of a sell. They don't think that they're going to make money like that. So um, smart move by Al Heyman because anyone thought that if they were going to make a counter offer, it was going to be something where you know they just shut it down immediately. That's why it was a take it or leave it deal. But now, if they didn't think that the money was the fight was going to make that much anyways, but it's being thrown at them, it's going to be real interesting to see what happens now because. It's going to be that time to start building it up. You know, they had talks this week, or I believe it's going to be uh, – I, I believe it happened already. Or if it's, if it's if not, then, um, you know, they're going to have the, the next meeting coming up here pretty soon with that counter off on the table and just get it started up, get it set up, um, build it up for the end of the year. I'd say definitely put six months into it uh, for the buildup, um, if not for whatever, but – it's time to get it on, man. And uh, I didn't think that the that that Al Heyman was gonna make that move, but shit. hey, this is this is gonna be the fight of the year. If it was ever a time to make the move, it's got to be now since you know Canelo Triple G got taken off, and that really took a lot of steam out of boxing. And the second the biggest fight, best fight that we could get definitely has to be AJ Wilder, and which I think is gonna be a better fight. Than that sorry ass one they had lined up for Cinco de Mayo anyway. So really excited. Um, Deontay Wilder been wanting this fight. 
and it looks like he's going to get it. What say you, Willie? Hey, 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 slow down, man. This ain't the Sunday show. You don't say what say me. I'm going to say Will or what say you. You see what I'm saying? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Let's calm it down. I know LeBron hit a, a, a lucky three today, if that's what I read. I didn't watch that shit. So he got you hyped. We, this is what we're doing. So what say you, Willa? Well, you know, I'm 100% with my man, RC. Um, this, is, uh, this, is, this is really – this is putting the ball in their court, like I said before. We're going to see what these guys are made of. You know, Al Heyman got them ducats. Remember, he put that conglomerate together, you know, where he's just the head, but there's a lot of money just that he's, he's the head of. It ain't his, but he, he's got a lot of money to spend. So I know this guy, this is going to be a mega fight. Um, and we're going to see 50 million. Hey, I don't know. You know, like you said, we don't know what's what, really. But I'm going to trust my man, uh, my man Wilder, and go with what he's been saying. So, uh, you know, 50 million, they've got to take it. If they don't, if they got something else to say, we know that they don't want to fight. I mean, I can see uh, Hearn coming out saying that, it, you know, the – that it wasn't a real offer and blah, blah, blah. We can see all that happening. But, you know, Wilder doesn't seem to be the type of guy that lies. Um, seems like a, a genuine individual. So I'm going to take his word on it, and we're going to, uh, we're going to uh, just see. I mean, that's all we can do. We're, we'll see if the U.K. So, brother steps up. You know, <laughs> they do step up sometimes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, they, and uh, just an FYI, the motherfucker's name was Richard Schaefer, the guy that was working with Al Heyman. Uh, really okay, good yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Knows how to work this money, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I believe Wilder. Yeah. I would, I would say him as a, a honest individual, much like yourself. So I'm, I'm rocking with Wilder because I'm, I, I just can't roll with no snakes on this one, man. And um, obviously Team USA. So um, yeah, all the AJ protectors have been talking all this shit about Wilder. And saying that he's he, he'll get he's easy work for Joshua and all that. Well, we gonna see now because this ain't no old ass Vladimir Klitschko who almost got Joshua out of there. This ain't no midget that gave Joshua eleven tough rounds like Takam. And um, it's a prime fighter, and it's a perfect time for it to happen right now because you know Wilder. Not that he's an old man, but he is thirty two years of age, and AJ's twenty seven, I believe. So it's time to get this fight going right now. Instead of some bullshit like, I mean, I don't want to, no one wants to deal with it. We've been going through this shit for too long, the politics of boxing, as far as Mayweather, Pacquiao, how long that took to make, Canelo, Triple G, how long it took that to make. Um, and, you know, shit, it goes, it goes round and round. Lomachenko, rigging down, like, fuck all that. So, I'm hyped, man, I'm hyped. Team USA, Bomb Squad, let's, let's get it. I, I mean, man, it's time to get it, for sure. Yeah, definitely. We, we will. Hopefully we'll see what this guy's made of. Like I said, usually the UK brothers, they they step up to the plate. Now they're never been they're never usually the ones to to shy away. They usually step up to the plate. You know, Lennox ducked a couple of people a few times, but after all, he he did step up to the plate. They do usually step up to the plate, and uh, so we'll see. Oh, yeah. But 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 let's go. Look, look before we get there. Let's go to my man JP. He's gonna lie about how it's sunny. Yeah, you know he's gonna lie about how it's sunny in LA <laughs> and all this, all this. But JP, man, they're talking. 
while they're, while they're saying 50 million, I know you saying that was ridiculous a couple of weeks ago, but he's, he, he ain't saying it. He ain't saying nothing. But 50 million seems to be what they're, they're willing to offer. 50 million straight up. Uh, yeah, now, first, I thought it was posturing. You know, so of course your boy always want to be as versed as possible. So I got on the Google, and um, I came across the Shelly Finkel interview. Uh, Shelly Finkel has released an interview, and they're saying he said it's legit. Me and Al have never <clears throat> backed out on an offer we've made. Do you know what this Sky Sports reporter then asked Shelly Finkel? And this is how I know. It's about to be some bullshit. He said, well, do you know if he meant 50 million pounds or not? Shelly said, ah, right. Shelly said, the nigga said $50 million. And then when they offered us 12.5, they were talking millions, not $8.5 million. I mean, 8.5 million if that were 12.5 pounds. So, that's right. where I think this is about to be some bullshit, where Joshua's team will then come back and say, nah, we was talking pounds, fam. But here's the thing. Now, I, I guess we must have lowballed the figure somehow. Or is Wilder just posturing? But it appears not because we got Shelly on record saying, yeah, we got $50 million for you. So then that, to me, of course, alludes to what Al and Shelly project the earnings for this fight to be. You know what I mean? I find it strange that they say, hey, uh, we'll give you a straight-up $50 million when the fight's likely going to be at the O2 in Joshua's backyard with everything in favor of Joshua. Why would uh, Wilder's team front some dough? You know, are they, how does the gate go if they're going to be fighting at uh, AJ's house? So it's a little strange. It could be possibly all posturing. But I tell you what, they did really offer that dough. It's a video. Shelly's out there, so it's legit. <clears throat> so, but uh, they already talking pounds. So it's, it's some bullshit in the air, man. This one gonna get a little nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, the UK strikes again. Did you mean pounds? They got to struggle for that. What? What you say about probably four or five million? I don't know. I don't know conversion, but. A couple more million on the top. That's crazy. Uh, well, maybe more than that. But who knows? I, I, you know, that's why. That's why I love having uh, JP on. Man, he brings the insight. Uh, I'm glad that you're a part of the team, and that's the reason why, man. Because you bring this shit. We ain't. I ain't on it like that. Uh, I, I was doing some reading, but I didn't go that deep. See, I, I just believe him for what he said. Just because you know, just because that's the type of nigga I am. You did the research and looked in to let us know. That the offer is real, you know. So, but we all we know Heyman will throw the money out fifty million. They might only make seventy, eighty on the thing. He give you know, you know, just an investment like uh like Jake uh like RC was saying. He'll put that money out here to invest. Hey, now he's got the uh the um uh, the world champion with uh, on his side. So <clears throat> I see him doing big things, man. Uh, I mean, you know. So I don't know. Like I said, we already see it coming. I mean, if they're talking about pounds, we already know. We already know this where this is coming, man. RC, they talking pounds, man. What do you think about that? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 
it's not that much of a, a difference when you look at it from the dollar standpoint. Like, uh, but when you're talking about that much money, yeah, it's going to be a little bit more thrown out there. I've seen that earlier when JP was talking about. Um, I, I already seen someone talking about that. I forget what forum it was on, but uh, legit, uh, legit argument for that case being stated because that could be like a little sneak way back door extra class that that team Joshua and the AJ protector can take. But um, hey, I mean, if they could get it up there anyways, then you know what's a what's a little extra three or something. I know Schaefer and Heyman, uh, they could get a loan from some of these banks for a little, little bit of extension if they want to bitch about it like that. So um, if they if they gonna get this close, if you're this close to the finish line, you know um, you gotta scratch and crawl for every bit you could get just to make it happen at the end. It seems like what they might be doing some shit like that. But end of the day, if Eddie Hearn thought that it wasn't gonna be that much money anyways, why would they be bitching about an extra three or four million when they didn't even think that it was gonna be worth what the offer being fifty million on top of that would be in the first place? So uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna see who's really about it, who's really um, don't want that smoke, and I think it's going to be the AJ side. But um, you know, if, if AJ and Team Hearn just you know turn this down like for real, and we don't get this fight because of some extras on on the pounds compared to the American dollars, straight bitches. And I I don't like to use that word for 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 um, for males like that, but straight bitches. And um, we're gonna see. Like I said, it's, we know Wilder wants that smoke. Now it's up to. Uh, Mr. Calvin Klein GQ over there. So it's a, I guess you could call it a legit um, grievance that they might have involved with all this, but I ain't looking at it like that, man. We're talking about who's the baddest man on the planet. And if you're still going to be crying about a little couple extra incentives, then um, we know what time it is. They ain't fooling us. No, for sure, for sure, man. I think we got my man D from the 843 out there, man. I think you want to talk a little wilder. I know he's riding with Wilder. D, what's popping, dude? What's good? What's good, fellas? What's happening? Oh man, man. Uh, what y'all talking about? I just hopped on here. Uh, did hear uh, Joshua Wilder? That what y'all talking about? Yeah, D. Yeah, D. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna put D on hold real quick. Hey, D, what we're talking about is Wilder saying that he's got he's got the money in the bag. I know you've seen that, but then we hear from JP that, that it is a legitimate offer of $50 million, but they might be talking pounds. What are you thinking about that? <laughs> yeah, well, I question that. Uh, what is his biggest payday again? I hate to, you know, what's, what's Wilder's biggest payday? Come on, man. Uh, yeah, I think that might be pounds, pounds versus Fifty mil straight up, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, man. if it is, huh? So, did you see the announcement, D? Or no. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. So, what do you what do you think yeah. about it? Is it legit? I mean, it sounds like it's legit. That's what we're telling you. They said that it is legit. My man JP is, has 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 uh, looked on, done the research. It is a legit mm-hmm. offer. But the first thing they said is, "Oh, they are they talking fifty million or fifty million pounds?" You know, they're trying <laughs> to put, they're trying to throw some. You know, the the the, mm-hmm. the offer is legit, D. Why just put the money in the hey, bag? Like sound like to me. Uh, now you really, now you really pushed in the corner now. Joshua, now you really pushed in the corner. 
He actually come out and said, give me $50 million, we can fight tomorrow. That's what he said. So we'll see what uh, Hearn, Hearn got to say about this. We all know he don't want that fight. Everyone on us, on this panel, man, everybody in OTG knows. He do not want that fight. Neither does Hearn. So, no, hey, yeah, we like the fire on their ass. I want to see it. Hold it on their ass. That's what I want to see. Hey, we, I think we're all with you, man. We're 100%, man. Uh, I think, uh, JP, I think, I think Hearn's going to wiggle his way out of that. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, the way he works, like uh, like Janelle, uh, not like Janelle, like um, D said, I don't think he wants this fight. And I think he's going to come out with some kind of way to finagle. Like he said, they're already talking to Pounds. It's going to be something else. Do you think, do you really think they want this fight? Uh, I don't think they want it now. I think they know, you know, all the balls are in uh, Joshua's court. What I think is the easy way out, though, is that Joshua completely said that shit tongue-in-cheek. You know, that interview, Joshua's just there, you know, Rico Suave on some shit and just said some shit out his mouth. He's not the financial advisor. So this one's pretty easy for Eddie to come on in and say, hey, look, guys, you know, when we break down the numbers, we have to make good math here. We can, you know, he's going to, this is easy for Eddie. Because we could figure that much out. Hey, the guy was Anthony's not, you know, Anthony's not running the numbers. He's just throwing numbers out there, you know. And so he's like, hey, we can't, you know. It's kind of simple. I, I get it. It's business. But uh, yeah, this is the easy out for Eddie, and you know he'll talk it out of here. And if if, if you guys were, if you if you fellas want to give us a flat number, give us. 80 million. 80 million would take the fight. The conversion, but so if the conversion, of course, I don't know the conversion, but Shelly Finkel said it was a 12.5 million is 8.8 8. 8 in U.S. dollars. So 12.5 right. million pounds is a conversion to 8.8. 8. So we're talking about three fourths rough, too, right? <clears throat> Something like that. And uh, so if you convert that up there to. 50 million, we're talking about a, close to like another 20 million or something like that. And these is rough numbers, but I'm thinking it's an extra 20 mil if you're talking 50 converted to pounds. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's more like it might be like 1.2, 1. 1. or I don't really know. If, if it's like 1.7, on, I'm going to Google be, it right now. It, it, it might be that much, but yeah, it, 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 it's probably, that's what I was thinking, 50 million, it might be another. 50 plus, you know, maybe 10, you know, another 10 million. You know, that's, that's significant amounts of money, man. Um, but either way, I, I hear what you're saying on that too, uh, RC. Like uh, like when you, we got to keep it real, Wilder did say at one point that it didn't matter about the money and all that stuff. He was saying that tongue-in-cheek too. So that's, that's being used against them. Uh, in the same way, this could be this is going to be uh, this could be used against Joshua. So you know, I don't I don't really see this fight happening. I know you're hype, RC, but I don't I don't see this fight happening anytime soon. All right, just for clarification, for the pounds that they're talking about, being fifty million on that side is equivalent to sixty nine million dollars exactly. US dollars. So, Math um, is amazing. Yeah. Very amazing, yeah. and that's a that's a high sixty nine. So you're basically looking at twenty million. 70 million. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
I just uh, checked it right yeah. now. So, um, ugh, that's a lot of money if they want to use that excuse. So uh, that just throws <laughs> oh, yeah. out my my idea of just a couple extra million because the difference from fifty to seventy or even sixty nine. Yeah, these boys. So they went there one point six. The dollar's looking real trashy right now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> man, them pounds, man. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, now that I mean that changes my whole idea about it. Now they might have to, you know, they might. <laughs> They might have to hit up a couple extra banks for. I mean, you're talking about 19 million on top of that if they want to use that backdoor excuse. So uh, hopefully uh, that doesn't, you know, uh, come into play. Be wondering why. why. Could be. This so is why crazy, AJ man. got the whole everything in his court. Because, dude, we all know he can go fight Dillian White for 20 million. You know, that's yeah, just sitting on his plate. Yeah. yeah, that shit's sitting on his plate. Who Deontay gonna fight, man? Dominic Brazil for what? Two mil? So, you know. Yeah, if that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Damn, we all I just, just like figured that fucking, out. I feel like our parachute just got a little deflated right now, but uh, I'm going to still yeah, keep think, hope and fingers crossed. Yeah, I think we all figured that out, man. Uh, that 20 million is a great excuse, uh, 19. <laughs> so, you know. It ain't happening no time soon, man. But uh, let's go ahead and move to the next topic, man, uh, before we get to the picks. We got uh, the WBC dropping their balls, pushing a lot. Well, I don't know if they're pushing a lot of weight around, but making a lot of demands, man. We've got, uh, with the with, with the biggest news, we've got Keith Thurman getting stripped. They say vacate. I think he came out and said vacate it. But he didn't vacate the other. He didn't vacate the other belt. So WBC says, "Hey, fuck that. We're stripping your belt, and we're going. We're we're making it Danny Garcia versus Porter, two guys that you signed up. And when you come back, you're their mandatory. They gotta fight you. Then they weren't done. They say, "Hey, Mikey Garcia, you must unify with." Robert Easter Jr. Next, that has to be your next fight. Then they say Canelo, Golovkin. We see y'all doing y'all thing out there. It's all good, but the winner of that needs to fight Molly Mal Charlo. Then. They said, Dillian White, Ortiz, y'all want another crack at Wilder? You must fight the Eliminator for the heavyweight champ for the uh, for the be the number one contender for the heavyweight championship. WBC's pushing a lot of lot of stuff around. Not saying all these fights will happen. Not saying all these things will happen. Money can be paid, belts can get dropped, all that good stuff. But we're talking Garcia versus Porter, you know. Uh, all right, guys. You, you know, the dads are already talking shit. Yeah, the boy Angel is on the Internet uh, with a crown on, trying to sound like the guys that does the uh, the Rockefeller intros and, uh, 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 and the Cameron <laughs> intros and, and, uh, and a mix of Ric Flair. So he, he's up there looking stupid. Porter's talking noise on the Internet. Then they're saying we get to see Garcia versus Easter. Easter Jr. is calling the guy out. We don't. It should, it's probably going to be easy work, 
But I think is that it wasn't Easter Junior. No, that was, it wasn't Easter Junior. Easter Junior still looked whack last fight. Um, Charlo versus the winner of those guys. That probably won't happen. But then, and then some whack, you know, heavyweight uh, Ortiz versus Dylan White to see who's in the second tier, man. But RC, that's a lot of that's a lot of weight they're pushing around, man. Uh, WBC is sort of mixing things up, huh? Well, I like it because um, even though I'm not the biggest Thurman fan, I still gave him the benefit of the doubt and really didn't appreciate a lot of the disrespect that fans gave him as far as, you know, trying to get him in the ring immediately with some tough competition after his uh, elbow surgery or whatever, whatever. Um, but at the same time, he's just kind of holding the division up, man, you know, with the with the uh, WBC strap. Some people might call up the WBSAP the most prestigious title of the, the, the major four sanctioning bodies. That could be up for debate. Um, but it, the thing about it is, is just, you know, trying to unify a division um, like Earl Spence is talking about and um, Keith Thurman just like, when I'm ready, when I'm ready, when I'm ready. My man's look like he's been in the jungle with the video I've seen come out with the belt this whole time on his caveman shit. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, we didn't know who we were going to come back against because it was supposed to be Jesse Vargas, but that got canceled because, you know, for whatever reason. And then another injury happened. It's just like, when are we going to see Keith Thurman? Because the Danny fight was early last year, man, and we haven't seen him ever since then. You know, he, he, whatever is going on in his personal life that was um, marriage or whatever like that, you kind of question the guy's hunger once he gets, them, once he gets uh, that bank account pretty nice and, and all this other stuff like that. Uh, but but Keith Thurman was holding the division up, and uh, it was only right for him to – well, it wasn't up to him, according to Andrew Garcia. So uh, – but, but fans just don't yeah, want to definitely, I mean, it definitely wasn't up to him. He would have gave up both the belts. I mean, yeah, Andrew Garcia, even though he is a bitch, that is – I mean, he, whoa, he's telling whoa, the truth. Whoa. That was strip. Whoa, man, what's your deal, yeah, bro? Yeah. You could talk yeah. hot. Like, what, what, I mean, relax, man. He's just an old man. He, you bully. Why you be mean to Angel? No, no, I mean, hey, just because that's just how I feel. We're just keeping it real. But I feel, you know, He's an old he was man. telling the truth on that. Right. So he needs to he needs <laughs> to act as an old man should. But either, either <laughs> way, he was right. Thurman was definitely stripped. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, so, you know, when you're, he still when got you're the, the WBA, though, right? Yeah. Willa, when you're the age of Angel Garcia, you're not going to be talking about hoes and all this other stuff that you used to talk about on the Willa Wilt show hey. on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm not going to call. I'm not going to hit nobody with no uh, with no anti-Semitic <laughs> or anti-Latino or anti-crazy, you know. I ain't going to hit nobody with no nonsense phrases like that, dog. So I'm never going to call anybody out their name like that unless, you know, unless I call them a bitch. Mm. That's about it. So <laughs> okay, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's digress, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yo, I'm I'm happy it happened, man, because we need something like this to happen. And this is what I was kind of talking about some weeks back, saying that you know Danny and Sean might as well fight for the interim strap because the interim strap might become the major strap because we don't know when Thurman's coming back, and it kind of just worked out this way. Um, you know, Thurman, he's a clown. I mean, uh, not Thurman, uh, Sean Porter, he's a clown you know, coming out with this little WWE-type promo with a cowboy hat and shit, calling out Danny Garcia, the cherry picker, and all that bullshit. So um, he's probably going <laughs> to get his wrestling tactics in, 
And I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it works out because you know, I, I, even though Danny's my guy, I still have an eyebrow raised up. You know, for a guy going away for quite some time after the Thurman fight, kind of building himself up a little bit more for the division, coming back and knocking out Rios the way he did without any real uh, cock back or reach type of a punch where it was just fundamentally sound and, uh, you know, twisted homeboy's head back. So um, I'll leave it at that. Delay. People figure out the rest. But uh, the delay I think that the remember? Uh, but I definitely yeah. think that most boxing fans are going to have their money on Sean Porter. And um, in most instances in boxing, like how I, I would always say, expect the unexpected, man, because everybody thought a lot of shit about certain fights that didn't happen that way when it comes to a fight with significance like this. So uh, I'll keep the prediction to myself for the moment being – uh, because, you know, obviously I'm going to be riding with Danny, but that don't mean that that's where I'm laying at. But I just think that, you know, Sean Porter um, definitely has himself open for for big contact. And um, I'm excited. It's a really good fight, though. It really is a good fight, even though it's fucking cringeworthy watching Sean Porter in the ring because all you do is the headbutt tackling and, and wrestling and, and trying to just smother a man. And um, it's really hard to watch a fight when the referee's breaking up, you know, the two fighters at least fucking 10 times, you know, a round or something like that. So we'll see how it goes. But as far as the Garcia and uh, Easter fight, that's pretty good too. I don't know if it'll be a good fight because Mikey Garcia, he's proven to be that guy. And, um, Easter hasn't really looked too good in his last three outings. So um, size advantage being Easter's corner, reach advantage being Easter's corner. But that's about it. I mean, make the speed, you could say that too for Easter. But I mean, he doesn't seem like he really knows how to uh, have a fight in his in his range where he can land some of his best shots. I mean, at least in his last few performances, he hasn't looked like that. And Mikey Garcia has been nothing less than spectacular in his last four performances, uh, especially coming up and you know, uh, clean slate and Adrian Broner, big blow to Robert Easter. So um, on paper, it seems like a good fight, but when it comes down to it, uh, I just think that Mikey Garcia is a level above. You know, a lot of guys, including the boxing fan Fugazi, pound for pound number one, Vasil Lomachenko, because, um, you know, I think Mikey Garcia sleeps in too. So I'm glad that he decided to vacate the title in 140 and get rid of that fight that was originally scheduled, because that's garbage. No one wants to see that. Uh, for him to come back and fight Easter, that's cool, because, uh, you know, Robert Easter, I, I, don't, I definitely don't think that he's afraid uh, to get that fight going and be about the business aspect of, of boxing. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Looks like it'll be uh, a good final paper, as I said, but um, it'll set the bar for um, any other further challenges for 135 for Mikey Garcia, even though I think he's the man there. I think he's the man there for sure. But WBC, applaud him for making these decisions to kind of – I mean, they don't really put too much pressure on the fighters, but at the same time, when the fighters are willing to make something happen, you know, Danny Garcia said he wants all the smoke. Mikey Garcia is not afraid to fight nobody. Robert Easter, he's talking about the fight. And uh, Sean Porter been calling out Danny Garcia for the last two years. He's been calling everybody. So it all works out in, in these situations, and boxing fans should rejoice for that because uh, it's hard for boxing fans to be, you know, satisfied and get, have their cake and eat it. But I think that it works out for all of us in this situation. So bravo to WBC. Yeah, most definitely. JP, what you thinking about all this? 
Uh, I think it's awesome. You know, the WBC feels like they're doing us as fans a solid here, you know, really forcing all these fights. Uh, Keith, um, you know, I was taking a look at his uh, just to see when he was last in the ring. So he's last in the ring versus Danny March 4th. So basically, you know, the last single de Mayo weekend. No, no, that's May. So, no, it's already been past the year for uh, Keith. And do we even have a fight schedule? I'm not sure, man. But to me at this point, it seems like Keith is just not hungry, man. And when I see Keith, he looks chubby. He don't look hungry. He look like, you know, he's enjoying his new little virgin wife or whatever the hell kind of shit she is. And, uh, you know, he just don't look like he's hungry at all. And another thing I'm looking at when I'm looking at Keith's boxing record, uh, Keith really don't deserve to – you know, like hold the division captive like this. Because basically he got these two bodies with Porter and Danny. But, and I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but it's like Luis Colazo, Robert Garcia, Bundu, Julio Diaz, Carraz, Chavez, Zavik, Quintana, Lar, and after that it just, it's nobody you've ever heard of. But Keith yeah. hasn't really been beating world beaters. You know what I mean? Keith, he has two solid victories with Danny and, and Sean. And uh, you know, I'm kinda of pissed at Keith, man. You know, you don't you don't I don't understand why he did this and then he he's not even so we basically looking at two full calendar years before we see Keith in a serious fight again. What the fuck, man, Keith, get the fuck out of here. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, not only that, like not only get the fuck out of here, but I mean did he did I mean, was he holding up this long because the the, the um that ghost coming up behind him that's creeping up, Earl Spence is just getting a little too loud. Now he ain't got to worry about Earl Spence with this belt being vacated because, you know, Earl Spence, it's not going to get easier for either Sean or Danny, you know, because you got Crawford coming up, you got Spence coming up. I mean, this division's about to find out who the best man is at the top. So regardless of the winner, Sean and Danny is, I mean, um, even though Earl Spence, you know, his level of competition isn't that great as well, and he's still got to get tested against the top dogs. And, you know, him getting tested with a guy like an A, a A-plus Keith Thurman would have been dope, you know what I mean? Because, you know, even though Thurman is awkward and whatnot like that and doesn't have signature wins, dude's got some pop to his punches. So, um, I mean, I, he, he don't really have that, that barking coming at him now that this one's going to be relinquishing. Who knows when he's going to come back? you got to question the significance and these injuries that he's had and what, what's being so long for him to be, um, to get his health right. Because, uh, you but look, no, go ahead, I mean, though, RC, I, and I, I know that's a hard cutoff and I apologize, but so I clicked oh, on motherfucking Danny's, Danny Garcia's record. And just from, you know, we started, he fought Ashley Theopane when Ashley Theopane was actually considered good then we go, you know, up to Nate Campbell, Kendall Holt, Eric Morales, Amir Khan, Eric Morales, Zab Judah, Luis Matisse, Herrera. Now, Rod Salka, uh, Lamont Pearson, Pauli Madrizanazi, uh, Robert Guerrero, Keith Thurman. That's more, way more solid of a resume than Keith. Like, two times as solid. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but he lost to Keith Thurman. So who gives a shit? Like, I don't care what your resume uh-huh. is. If I beat you, I beat you. 
That really I makes no sense. Say, uh, but I, I guess what we arguing though is you he ain't got the leverage to hold up. He ain't Mayweather. He can't sit out two years and come back and we wait for him. No, I agree. I agree, and I think that uh, you know they're making a good move. When, when he comes back, he he will be their mandatory. So you know it's just like the interim belt. They're gonna have to fight him eventually. So uh, we'll see how it is. Ad, what you thinking about all this WBC stuff? Uh, you talking about uh, what about it? What do you mean? <laughs> all right, yeah. Hey, we're gonna move on. Hey, uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My fault. That just messed me up. Hey, but uh, yeah. WBC, they're doing big things, man. I, I'm, I'm glad that it's happening. Uh, we'll definitely get to see the Garcia Porter fight. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to take place. We'll definitely get to see the Easter Garcia uh, fight. I think they'll take place. Uh, the Golovkin Charlo Ortiz other stuff. We, we don't know if that's going to happen, you know. But we'll see. We'll see. But I'm, I'm very excited. I'm glad that WBC stepping out and doing that thing, man. And uh, yeah. Thurman, like we said, I I am a Thurman fan. I think he was the man in the division because he had the two belts. That's the reason I gave it to him. And, you know, JP is right. He doesn't have the best resume. But, you know, he had two belts. So he was the man. Him losing the belt, that just, yeah, that that makes him even, you know, with everybody else now. Spence, Spence has a belt. He has a belt. One of these guys are going to have a belt, and uh, and uh, uh, Horn has a belt. Horn and Crawford will have a belt. So you know, that's not, I don't him him losing the belt sounds good, but now there's four. There's going to be four champions again. So we went backwards, really. So, but it's his fault, and hopefully he retains the titles, and then he'll fight them again and, and get them back. And or maybe by then one of them will ha- have fought somebody else that is good, and they have the B- WBC uh, uh, belt. But we do know that when he comes back, he's the mandatory for that belt. And so it is like you know, it's like he's still holding it. It's it's like it's both of us, but it's at your house, you know, type of deal. He still <laughs> it's his belt. Oh. These guys are just holding it, just holding it down for a little bit, man. So uh, so yeah. Hey, Willa. But I go have ahead. You, have you ever had any significant injuries to your arms or anything like that? Because I never had. So I, I don't want to just brush these injuries under the rug for Keith Thurman or, or you know, kind of just slander a little bit of his name because of so, even though I'm not a Keith Thurman fan. But, I mean, you just got to question these injuries a little bit for Keith Thurman because it was an elbow at first, and then they're talking about a hand injury following up. So, I mean, the guy, I don't know, I'm not going to necessarily say he's fragile, but recovery time might not be in his favor uh, at this point in time, but have you ever had a, a, a serious arm injury or anything like that? Uh, no, uh, nothing too serious. So I don't know, man. I just know why would he dodge a fight with Jesse Vargas and all that? You know, I think he really got hurt. Is he is he hurt because he's not in shape? You know, because he ain't hungry. Is he milking it a little bit? Maybe. You know, I I don't think I'm not blaming him. But I think the WBC did the right thing, you know. I'm not, you know. Oh, for he sure. He can't hold it. Yeah, for sure. And 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 another thing on top of that, Jesse Vargas, you know how I, I was saying Sunday, 
I don't got a bad thing to say about Jesse Vargas, but I will bring this up. For Jesse Vargas talking all that tough talk, thinking that Keith Thurman is scared to fight him, the way Adrian Broner put hands on him last Saturday, Keith Thurman will fuck Jesse Vargas up, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree, man. But I guess we could get into uh, – I think that was all the news and stuff, unless you got anything uh, – RC or JP? Um, well, let me get this off the chest first because JP probably want to comment on this one. Um, speaking of manage or fights being uh, put out there, um, Dillian White, Mr. Let's go, Warner, let's go, motherfucker. King Kong Ortiz about to beat the dog shit out of Dillian White. And I can't wait for that one. They're going to make that fight happen. Luis King Kong Ortiz is not going to be avoided for long because I feel like he's got unfinished business with Deontay Wilder. Will that happen pretty soon? Uh, I don't think so if we got this business going on with AJ and Wilder, which might have rematch, rematch clause involved. But I think it's an interesting fight because I don't like Dillian White. He thinks that he could just leapfrog ahead of everybody else to fight Deontay Wilder. But uh looks like him and Luis Ortiz about to square it off. And um, one of the most slickest, Heavyweights with power, Southpaw and Luis Ortiz against Dillian White. Might be good night. Definitely, man. I think uh, I think that'll be a great fight, JP. Am I in? Yeah, man. Um, I like it. I think it'll be a slugfest. Um, a nice. Um, I like guys with the same body types. You know, like I used to kind of dream of like one of my dream matches I like to think about is like Mike Tyson versus David Tua or um you know I, I just really are um what's my boy named Trinidad versus Tommy Hearns you know like these kind of things so these kind of guys got kind of a similar body type and yes yeah, it'll be fun while last I think it'll be a knockout I'm more excited for Danny Garcia versus Robert Easter um I don't think Robert Easter can win. In fact, I think he can possibly be knocked out in that fight because he just doesn't stay disciplined enough. But I think it if Robert Easter does surprise us, which is a chance, there's a possibility that could happen, it would be a pleasant surprise. And, uh, you know, to really shake things up and change how kind of the landscape of the lower divisions look going forward, you know, at 135 or 140. Um also, uh, of course, Charlo being a mandatory for, you know, Triple G, basically, because we know he's about to win. So uh, that's exciting. Uh, I don't think Triple G, you know, I don't think he wants that smoke. I don't think he wants that smoke at all. So I'll, I'm going to be interested. I think we'll go back to old Triple G. We'll go back, you know, it's funny how, Triple G's uh, kind of image has evolved Because right now he's like Let's get it on Triple G And you got Abel Sanchez eating steaks and shit You know all he wants to do is get <laughs> it on But then there was yeah. a time when, it, when he was business Triple G When we were talking about Quote Butts in seats unquote You know remember them days when it was Andre Ward was the threat Yeah. So, so that's when he was Kind of the, the the attraction of the show. He was a side. So now that he's B side in this instance, it's like, um, you know, let's just get it on. But when he goes back to A side, when it's Charlo, I 
think we'll start hearing those butts in seats talks again. And oh, that's yeah. how we'll get a yeah, that's how we'll get around that. Hey Charlo, Danny Jacobs said what up though? So yeah, can't that, forget that, about the sure. miracle man coming up this weekend. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get to those fights, man, these showcase tune ups that we got going on, but um yeah, talking about this guy, yeah, Charlo and, and Canelo, the Charlo and Canelo fight, I think would be an uh, excellent fight for boxing. But I don't see, I don't see Charlo, I mean uh, Canelo or Golovkin won any, won any of that from that young Texas hog, that Houston native, uh, Molly Mall Charlo. So, but I like that. That I like that they, you know, put it out there. But before then, you know that that fight isn't until September. Before then. Um, Charlo said he wants to fight, so uh, hopefully, um, you know, maybe he will fight Jacobs. I think they both want to fight each other. He's, he, he was talking to the King of Brooklyn stuff. I don't think uh, I don't think my man Danny Jacobs really liked that. So we'll see how it goes, nope. man. Like that, you know, the middleweight division is it got a little hotter since uh, Charlo's been in the mix. So we'll see what's up, man. But I, again, I love I love what WB, the WBC is doing. You know, making boys accountable and making the the best fight the best man. So, oh, you got to drop that belt. I pay some money. You can, either or, I'm sure they'll take either or. But you know, let's go ahead and get to this weekend boxing man. Uh, I guess the highlight of the weekend is uh, Danny Jacobs, the Miracle Man versus Selecki. You know, for the WBA middleweight eliminator. You know, so this is for no belts. This is uh, Jacobs at the at the, uh, at the Barclay Center. I'm pretty sure, uh, fighting some guy we've never heard of. Um, you know, for another tune-up, another showcase. Now, RC has Danny Jacobs had Danny Jacobs has had another fight since Triple G, right? And it was a fight that I said that he should have knocked the guy out, and he just sort of played with him for 12 rounds. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Danny Jacobs can't afford to have another stinker like he did last time, if I'm if I'm correct. Uh, he needs to go ahead and knock this guy out. He's been talking a lot of noise. He's been on the internet. He's he's been making his presence uh, felt and seen on, on in social media and all that stuff. But he's make they're making a push for Danny Jacobs right now. They're making a big push. He needs to knock this guy out. He needs to show. Um, the world that he is the best middleweight, which I think he is. I think he's proven himself to be the best middleweight. I think Charlo beats him, but Charlo hasn't proven himself to be. So I think he's the number one, uh, the top dog in the division because I think he beat Triple G. But uh, So I have it by a knockout, uh, hopefully around the fifth. He lets some things go. If it doesn't, if he if he has another stinker like he did last time, he'll be losing credibility and all that stuff. He says he's the king of New York, the king of Brooklyn. I mean, he needs to go ahead and knock this guy out, and that's hopefully that's what I see. That's what I'm saying. Fifth round knockout, RC. What you thinking? Well, yeah. Unfortunately for me, when uh, the Danny Jacobs' last fight happened with Luis Arias, I wasn't able to check it out because, if you remember, I was in Florida watching Miami beat the dog shit out of Notre Dame, and on the same night, um, Jose Ramirez, Central California fighter from Avenal, who just picked up the 140 WBC strap, was uh, fighting uh, 
Mr. Uh, Willie Reed, I believe, at the time. So had my boy from Central Valley recorded, and I had the game recorded and um, missed out on the Louis Arias fight and Danny Jacobs. But from what I heard and read about, um, you know, it was just a clean slate wash. And Louis Arias, tough guy. He was talking a lot of shit during that fight, you know, getting under Jacobs' skin, bringing the Brooklyn out of him, so to speak. Um, for him not to knock him out, I won't give him that much of a, a, a knock for that. But, you know, Danny Jacobs took his ass to school for every single round and, you know, pretty much beat the shit out of him from um, a lot of stuff I've seen. So it's not like, you know, he should have went in there and, you know, just slept homeboy. But uh, Danny Jacobs and Sulecki seemed like Jacobs, uh, you know, people, I've seen people giving him all kind of shit about fighting a guy like Sulecki, but, you know, the fight you were at when uh, he fought Triple G, I find it kind of strange how the guy, quote unquote, loses to Triple G, but somehow can't get a fight. You got David Lemieux talking about, you know, he's got bigger fish to fry and shit like that. Uh, I think people know what time it was in that fight because usually when the fighter's in a big fight like that, guys that are waiting in line are jump on the loser. But people didn't do that for some reason to Danny Jacobs. And I think that's because Danny Jacobs really won that fight against Triple G. I don't care about what, what – what people want to say. Oh, the first thing they'll say, he dropped, he, uh, Triple G dropped him. Did you not see that? That don't mean shit. So, um, I remember, uh, watching that fight clearly and I had it for Danny Jacobs, but I knew that, you know, the whole corruption behind the agenda of boxing leading up towards the Canelo Triple G fight that that just wasn't going to happen before the scorecards were even announced and including a knockdown in itself. But Danny Jacobs, People know what time it is with them. That's why dudes don't want to smoke with them. You even had Billy Joe Saunders talk about, give me $5 million. Like, get the fuck out of here. And I like Billy Joe Saunders, too. But that's just cashing himself out. So, um, I say Danny Jacobs to do some work this weekend. Um, got him stopping Sulecki and uh, the, the uh, I would say, the later rounds. Not going to put a number on it. But I just expect accumulation to be a little too much. And I expect Danny Jacobs to, well, I mean, you know, Charlo is supposed to be there. Teddy's going to be there. Teddy is going to, you know, call out, you know, um, call out Jacobs. If you look at the uh, interview with Radio Rahim when he was talking to him, and uh, he's nowhere to be found. So uh, maybe if uh, Charlo is going to be there, hopefully both of them are there. So they could both be normally hyped instead of kind of as quiet as as Molly Maul was when he seen Jacobs at the Barclays. But um, Jacobs is definitely a force to be reckoned with in the division. And uh, I mean, uh, it's not that stacked of a division. We're just talking about the top five. So, um, and one thing to not forget about is Canelo has six months to uh, basically just chill and do whatever he wants. This is not going to be tested. So who knows? We might have a Canelo Lesnar by the time August 17th comes around because he don't have to worry about no Carne Mysterioso uh, for the next six months. So who knows what he's going to come back looking like, but uh, Danny Jacobs should be getting himself involved in the uh, picture. Um, and we won't see any more showcase fights coming up or showcase fights coming up for the next few fights when you're talking about a man like Danny Jacobs being in the mix. But I got him uh, definitely stopping his opponent this weekend. And um, 
looking to get himself in the mix with some top comp coming up after. So we'll see who wants that smoke and who don't. But, uh, I mean, I really like the idea of Jamal Charlo and Danny Jacobs, and hopefully we could get that shit happening because Triple G versus Charlo, not going to happen. I don't care what nobody say. It's not going to happen, man. JP, how do you see the fight? Uh, man, honestly, I feel like Danny Jacobs is a a poster boy for imposter syndrome. And what that means is that Danny is impo- impostering. He's in disguise as this bad boy, as this kick-ass dude. But see, here's the truth. Now, Danny didn't rob the bank. Here's how Danny robbed the bank. Danny got all this notoriety and popularity from falling. Well, I I thought he actually won the fight in my book, but the fight is officially a loss to Triple G in a fight where I felt Danny fought too defensively and and didn't do enough to to sway the – he just needed to do just a bit more to sway everything, and it would have been clearly his. But he just didn't give it that extra when it was there for him. So in a fight that he didn't, you know, push to that next level, he's gained this notoriety. So what Eddie Hearn did, he said, hey, everybody thinks Danny Jacobs a fucking world beater now because he hung in there with Triple G. Let me sign him up to a three-fight deal. Okay, now Danny has to actually live up to this. You know, and he, I don't think he can. And I can never shake the thought that Sergio Mora put him down. I can never shake that. You know what I mean? And so I, just, I haven't, yeah, I haven't been quite sold on Danny. We've seen even a Canelo Alvarez come in and be able to outslick Triple G. So we kind of know where Triple G is right now. He ain't, you know, I bet you Cotto could go in there and give Triple G a tough six rounds first six, because he's just too too swift for him. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, I, I just, I'm not sold on Danny Jacobs. I don't know exactly what he's done. He's put Caleb Truax, who I think maybe, you know, Caleb Truax don't look that convincing to me, man. You know, and he took him 11 or 12. I believe it was 12. You know what I mean? And I mean, he took what I, I mean, he knocked out, he knocked out Quillen. He ended Quillen's career. So that's something that he man. But have there. we even seen him since? Is this guy ever going? He ended. His, that's what ending career means. That's what ending well, your career means. You're done forever. You you were a rising star. I hit you already done. Or it means Quillen was really already done. I've seen him, and we know I was at a little uh, fight party in Vegas, and he was there. I mean, man, that nigga don't want a box, man. That's too much hard work for certain cats. You know what I mean? But yeah. I haven't seen Danny do anything com- enough to convince me that Jamal Charlo will not knock him out or hurt him really bad. I think Charlo gets rid of him. And I don't think, I don't know why Danny's masquerading as this tough guy, man. He used to be Mr. Recover from Cancer. Now he Mr. Versace shirt walking around in the bowels of arenas and shit, acting like a tough guy. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> like the rock. He's like the rock. You know like the rock yeah. With no eyebrows, but yeah, man. Hey, I I am a uh, I'm a fan of the Miracle Man. Uh, I like the way he's changing. He's getting older, you know. He's not the same guy. He's getting a little older. The money's getting longer. You know, I'm not hating on him like that. I think he's the top dog. I think he worked Triple G. I think uh, you know, I think he was scared at the beginning. 
are not scared, just very timid. And then all of a sudden he just started whooping their ass. I was there, man. I heard, I saw the crowd. You know, a lot of people can say a lot of shit, but I was there. I saw everybody screaming and hollering, ah, just like at the war fight, screaming, Russia, Russia, ah. People, little Asian guys in like these funny, like uh, custom um, suits, a traditional garment for their for a Kazakhstan or where where he's from. They're running around their hype. Ah! Then all of a sudden, quiet, and I'm screaming USA. People are looking at me crazy. Quiet. I saw Triple G get his soul taken in there, and that you know he Jacobs is the man. I don't think he's a fraud. I think, uh, you know, he's just getting older and he's just getting a little more into himself, man. And they want to make him a star. I think that's what uh, Eddie Hearn, they're going to try. They're trying to push him. You can tell because we're talking about him a lot. We see his face a lot. Um, but he don't want to see that. Uh, I don't I don't think he wants to see Charlo. But this should be an easy fight, man. So uh, I think we got another. I think on the undercard, uh, this guy I don't like, so. I only brought it up because this is RC's guy, Big Baby Miller's fighting uh, Duhafis. Uh, RC, what do you think about that one, man? Well, um, I, I always like the, you know, charisma. Duhafis is your guy too, huh? Duhafis, fuck no, he ain't my guy. I don't got no love for that Frenchman. But it, it seems like it might be an okay kind of fight because Big Baby is more bark than bite. And, um, eh, you know, he's a guy who needs to get humbled. He's been talking a lot of shit. And, you know, uh, I mean, everybody, everybody's seen that. You know, he came out, uh, 50 Cent came out with that whole thing about him, you know, talking about the fucking with Wilder's woman and shit like that. So I was kind of hoping, like, if the, if the uh, fight didn't happen with, uh, with uh, Wilder and Joshua, I wouldn't have been mad if I could have got, you know, Big Baby against Wilder. So, so Deontay could have given him that Debo to Red when he came asking for his bike punch. Because he's been talking a lot of shit, man. And for to be man, honest, that's a, shit uh, like that. What? Hey, that's a complete. That's a complete one eighty, man. Like a year ago, you were a Big Baby fan and a Wilder hater. My, have the uh, like have the time change, man. I don't like okay. sucker shit, man, and I keep it consistent. I don't like sucker shit, man. And for him to be talking about that fly shit just to try to get a fight with Deontay Wilder, talking about fucking with his woman and shit like that, he's lucky that he's not the guy that Deontay Wilder catches the body on the record that he's been so forsaken. Because Big Baby Miller, man, you just got to know when you got to chill on some of this shit, man. And I'm just saying, we all know 50 Cent's a troll, and his track record speaks for itself. Uh, was I a fan of 50 Cent in the early 2000s? Sure, but this shit is black now. And um, I wouldn't tell no secrets to 50 Cent. Kind of like how Floyd was like, yo, hey, man, you know, I can't read, bro. Could you help me read this shit? And the next thing you know, you got 50 Cent talking about, you know, he challenged him to read a, a, a two-page on a Dr. Seuss book or some shit like that. Um, if 50 is snake, and, you know, he, he don't fool me. So, um for Big Baby, and I get the New York, you know, collab or whatever they got going on, New York guys working together. But, you know, um, 50 Cent's on some sucker shit just like Big Baby Miller, and I'm completely off the wagon. I unhitched my wagon for Jarrell Miller, and I hope he gets the shit beat out of him. But it's not going to happen against Duhapis. Duhapis is a tough dude. Guarantee that Big Baby's not knocking him out. This shit's going the distance. Because Duhapis, if you guys forget, 
um, was able to go pretty tough with Deontay Wilder in a fight that was questionably stopped, similar to um, uh, Joshua against Cockham. I mean, yeah, Deontay Wilder jump punching him down there, and they just stopped it. But, uh, I mean, Duhoppa's a tough dude, and Big Baby Miller got fake power. So uh, he's been working on a little bit too much of that kickboxing bullshit and uh, his legs are not going to help him in this fight. But I will give him credit on his physique because he kind of went from just a fat boy with a little bit of pop to a, a, a dude that looks like a bodybuilder right now. But as you know, what know that means. Boxing, muscle don't equal power. So, you know what I'm saying? That ain't going to help nobody knock nobody out. Otherwise, guys like Tim Bradley would be a knockout artist at 147, but that ain't the case. So, uh, I got Big Baby Miller by decision. He ain't going to stop you out this. And... Guarantee he's going to be talking shit about Wilder at the end of that fight, and he don't want that smoke. So, um, eh, you know, it is what it is. Probably be a whack on the card fight. And uh, if we don't get the Jarrell, or if we don't get Wilder and AJ because of the pounds argument or, 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 or backdoor that we were talking about earlier, yeah, Wilder, get in there and beat the dog shit out of Jarrell Big Baby Miller because he's been talking a whole lot. Well, if I was Deontay Wilder, I wouldn't be mad at getting that fight if I can't get AJ. Well, this is the uh, WBA eliminator, so if I'm uh, I'm pretty sure the way the way everything's running out that the WBA champ is Joshua, correct? Oh so yeah, they want to get yeah because that's yeah. that's the other thing too. They want to get Joshua uh, uh, notoriety in the U.S. So yeah, Joshua, right. you know, he probably would take that fight just to come over here and be like, "Yo, I'm the guy that's gonna fuck up Wilder. Watch me beat the shit out this fucking bum, Jarrell Drum Miller." So um. You know, we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah. money talks, so we'll see, man. We'll see. But I just hope somebody humbles Jarrell Miller because not a fan. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I think there's going to be a decision, uh, probably unanimous decision for Baby Miller. Uh, tougher yeah. fight. Just too, uh, too lower class. Not lower class, too non-elite. Heavyweights going at it. Nothing, nothing really too hype. This card, I'll probably watch it maybe, but it's nothing to, to be too hyped about. Uh, think on ESPN, we've got a a fight, a WBO Junior featherweight title fight. Oh my fault, I'm tripping. JP, what you say about this big big baby Miller and uh, the Hoppers? Oh uh, man, nothing, right? I'm not quite. I'm not quite. Uh not quite like worrying or or thinking about Gerald Miller quite yet. Um, he hasn't, he ain't on my radar as far as interest. I've seen um, like a YouTube video of Rashad Evans making him look ridiculously stupid. So I'm not sure how good he is, but I'll tell you a quick story. You know, I'm a, now I do cheer for a uh, big baby in one regard is that I'm a dude built similarly to him, a portly gentleman, if you will. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> right. So um so I cheer for him in that regard. But here's the thing. When you a portly gentleman as you grow up through the years, you know like the older cats on the block, you know the image that where they always kind of pick on the little fat dude like, "Man, come here little fat nigga." They punch him and shit like this. You feel me? <laughs> you know why they do that? Because it's nothing worse than a fat motherfucker or a big motherfucker who ain't tough. Or who ain't hard. So in big in Gerald Miller's case, ain't nothing worse than seeing a nigga that big who can't punch. You know what I'm saying? 
And that's where the disinterest comes. I do not want to see him fight for 12 rounds. He's supposed to be like the Nigerian nightmare, Samuel Peter, who was putting shit out. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody coming to three, see those 300-pound men throw 100 punches a fucking round. You kidding me? So what I'd rather see in some real uh, piss and vinegar in the air would be Wilder versus Dominic Brazil. See, they got real smoke. And uh, Brazil won't that smoke. It ain't like Gerald Miller just selling himself. This is business, what Miller's doing. Because uh, that's what you do when you the the lower fighter trying to gain notoriety, notoriety you pick on the bigger. But um, Brazil and Wilder, that goes back to a incident with, they, with uh, Brazil's kids. And if you've been kind of following Brazil on Twitter, he, he always will let out something like, yeah, you know, you disrespected my family. You know, when when I get you, I'm going to get you. You feel me? And then it was Wilder's brother and him had a altercation. It was a big melee. So that's what I'd rather see. Brazil is tough, man. He got rid of Mansoor, who could punch, you know, who arguably, who I definitely say Amir Mansoor punches a lot harder than Gerald Miller. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, I'd rather see the Brazil versus Wilder fight, me personally. Uh, fuck the Hoppus and Miller. I'm, I don't really don't have a ton of interest. I will want to know who won, but uh, you know I, I don't really truly care to see it because if this big dude can't punch, we're not gonna want to see him. We don't want to see it, man. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, this this card ain't really ain't really popping. Big baby Miller, like he uh, like RC said, he does look a little bigger. Muscles don't. Don't mean pop, but you know science does. You know science means pop. So you know that's neither here nor there. Not accusing him of anything, but if he has the science behind him, maybe Big Baby Miller knocks Du Hoppus out. That's what he needs to do to get any any shot at notoriety. Um, you know, in the U.S. as a heavyweight man. Like JP said, nobody wants to see uh, Joe Calzaghe at. Uh, 500 pounds, you know, at 300 pounds. So we need to see knockout power. Maybe he's got it now. I doubt it. We haven't seen it. Like I said, looking for this to go to the go to distance. So we're in for a long night of boxing. Jacobs, hopefully, he's more than likely going to distance if he boxes like he did last time. Uh, Miller, same thing. So we'll see. There's another fight. Like I said, Molly's uh, Magellino. Mexican American cat against uh African cat dog boy. Uh you know, I don't really know too much about these little guys. It's for the WBO junior featherweight title. No disrespect, but you know, I'm not in any interest in this at all. But, you know, we do have a littler guy on the on the show. So R C any any interest in this fight? What fight was it? Because I believe the Riverside Rocky was going to be fighting. I haven't seen that bitch in a long time. Um, it's been some odd years, but, um, ah, you know, it's all just to keep a busy type fight, I guess. Not really. Um, is that who he is? Yeah, I haven't. I mean, uh, what was the name of it again? I didn't hear you. I was uh, putting my body away right now. What was uh, the name again? You was on that, you was on that uh, D shit, huh? Mm. The Magalino. Magalino, he's from oh, you know he's no, a Mexican American cat, so I'm thinking he's probably he might be from Riverside. This is the WBO 
Junior Featherweight. I don't know. You know, I just seen it. It, it yeah, popped up on ESPN. Yeah, you know me with the little guys. JP, you know oh, these no, guys? I... No, nah, man. I, I never heard of whoever the hell this guy is. Yeah, same here. Yeah, and it's uh, an African guy. Never heard of him. But he's a champ, fight. so we got to give him respect. You know, yeah. you know African them Africans, guys used man. to take fight. Africans and Jamaicans cannot fight, man. <laughs> I, see, I thought, yeah, I thought you true. were talking about uh, I thought you were talking about Josecito Lopez Because uh, uh, he's fighting on Saturday night And I haven't seen Josecito Lopez For a long time um, He's fighting yeah, what is he on the undercard? Yeah he's on the PBC undercard On Saturday Or it's going to be on Fox Not ESPN So um, oh, that's okay. what I think you're talking about Because Josecito Lopez He definitely had a a good following some, you know, uh, a, a couple of years back, but he just got himself in some tough fights and uh, has really not been around for so long as we talk about guys who've been taking breaks from, you know, I mean, when when you talk about like a guy like uh, Vinas Matajutsman who's fighting Triple G, um, been away for a while, but um, that's what I thought you were talking about, but it seems like it'd be a show no. to get him back on track. Not as bad. That's how Oscar De La Hoya does it against guys like Rob Falker, but definitely a showcase fight in itself. Yeah, yeah, I don't – yeah, I didn't check that one out. I don't know about these little guys. I don't think I'm worried about Jose Cito Lopez. Uh, you know, I guess you said that's a Riverside guy, so he's be fucking with him, but, you know. That's a trash name. Yeah, that's Riverside name Rocky. Oh, trash, <laughs> trash name. That's his garbage. Uh, <laughs> For that's sure. a trash-ass name. But, yeah, man, hey, I, I'm excited for, uh, you know, just I'm, I know I'm moving ahead, but I'm just so fucking excited for Badu, Jack, and Donna Stevenson. That's a 50-50 to me. But I lean yep. Jack. I lean Jack to outwork him. I don't think Adonis has fought a tough fight in years. Yeah, man, Adonis was used to be my Badu Jack. Like they're they're like number three or four of the guys that I like. I like these guys. Adonis, I used to like him. I used to think he would fuck Kovalev up, but you know he's been taking this path of ridiculousness that I just can't. <laughs> I just can't fuck with. So Badu Jack, at that point, about about two years ago, three years ago, he took. That spot, man. So I like both these guys, really, to tell you the truth. That's going to be a wonderful fight, man. I want to. I'm sort of interested to tell you the truth in this uh, Bell U versus Hey, even though it's you know UK trash or uh, a trash fight, but I think that's going to be a pretty good fight. These guys are talking a lot of noise. Uh, hey, I think he what he broke it towards Achilles or something. I don't know. Something happened last fight. It was all right until it, until it was over. Uh, Man, Hay is you know. like the uh, UK Broner. You know, that <laughs> nigga get in every big fight and lose. And don't never, like, put enough effort in. You know what I mean? Fuck Hay. We have been trying to get on the Hay bandwagon for, like, 10 years. And this nigga just <laughs> underwhelms every time. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's, that's, what, a that's, UK brother that's a perfect example of body figure, body physique don't win you a fight because they you a fat boy with titties and David no, Hayes chiseled up. <laughs> and I give it to Bell you. I think Bell you would get him. Yep, same here, bro. Same here, man. That's a. I mean, if you look at both I, guys, I don't. 
before the first fight. If you look at both of them, you'd be like, oh, man, Hayes going to fuck that fat boy up. But he was swinging from a mile away. And uh, he'll pay the bills, man. Hey, let me ask y'all a question, though. Have any have any thought crept into your mind that Tank Davis could possibly give Vasile some work? Has that crossed your mind? Yeah, definitely, because he's a, he's a young yep. American fighter. He's got a lot of pop and a lot of speed. It crossed my mind, you know, but then the rest of my mind says, eh, you know, I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, man. The only reason I'm uh, um, entertaining the thought is because Vasil Lomachenko needs a defensive coordinator. In, in fights where he should be untouched and having guys in the matrix, he's been touched up a little bit. Um, do I still favor him to beat Tank Davis? Of course, as of right now. But um, I wouldn't say it's so lopsided as people think. At the end of the day, people can talk all the shit they want. It's a fight. And um, Lomachenko, is he really that good? I mean... Ask, Damn, ask, ask he Toledo is. Toledo how good he is. Is he? I don't know about that, man. I mean, he's a... He's a top three pound okay. for pound boxer right now. You know, in most mm. people's eyes. And but Mikey hey, Garcia Davis, knocks Davis, the Mike, fuck out. David, yeah, Mikey Garcia does. Mikey Garcia is a top three. So, you know, but... I see it. I mean, to answer JP's question, it has crossed. When I watched the fight, I was like, okay, okay. You know, I had to, you know, it crossed my mind. I'm not going to jump out jump out of there. I'm going to ride with him, you know, just off just off uh, GP. But I'm not going to put no money on him. But he can do it, maybe. It's crossed my mind. Why would um, you put money on it? The money's, the money's going to be in your favor. You put a little bit. On 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 Davis, you gonna win the majority because he gonna be the underdog. Why wouldn't you put money on it? I would. Oh yeah, I mean because I mean, I'm yeah because I'm know. money. I'm it's usually fifty fifty best. I'm betting somebody in the streets and what's it called if I'm in, if I'm around Vegas and they're fighting, yeah, I might put a little something. Oh on yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. I mean, I say this, man. I haven't seen nobody. Like that razor sharp. Like my nigga was leaning a left uppercut right up exactly when he wanted to. Like countering off of uh, Quayar's jab with uppercuts whenever he wanted. You know, like razor sharp. Like, um, but so you know, I'm looking at that. I'm like, man, that's really sharp. That's a high level of, you know, the the slick fighting as they call it or whatever. That's high level version of it. Um, but then I think about, damn, you know, Lomachenko got damn near 400 amateur fights in a two-time gold medal Olympias, Olympian. So, you know, it, then that just makes me think, of course he can't beat him. Of course Tank has no chance. Because them fucking 400 fights in two Olympics, man, that is a wealth of experience. That's like being 30-0, and 0, really. Because I guarantee you by the time – you know, man, you know, Lucian Boutte and Triple G, they fought 
you know, in the amateurs. You know, at that high level, you fighting guys who go on to be champions. You know, all these dudes didn't fought down there before. Mikey and fucking Terrence Crawford. You know what I mean? So if you if you doing it as long as Lomachenko and Triple G had to do it, you know, you gonna be good. That's why Triple G came over here, damn near what thirty years old, and like, you know, let's rock. I ain't, I don't need your first yeah. thirty guys like Wilder did. You know, it's like I, I'm rocking and rolling. You know, we lucky. One thing I throw out there, you know, um, Triple G, man, we lucky. Uh, well, we ain't lucky, but we are, we're actually unlucky that we missed this guy's whole entire prime and career. We never got to see 23-year-old Gennady Golovkin. You know, that was a motherfucker. Let me tell you, man, I done watched a lot of them little amateur fights of his. And that boy, young, I'm talking about, you know, we missed a monster, bro. We missed a monster due to some legalities. But, uh, yeah, yeah, back to you guys. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you on that, but the thing is, Lomachenko, Triple G, and those guys in the Olympics, those guys are like juniors and seniors of college basketball compared to Americans. Americans are one and done in the Olympics, man, because even Jose yeah. Ramirez, who just got the strap against Amir Iman, he went, in, he went in that fight with Lomachenko in the Olympics, came up a little short. But as of right now, I mean, who knows what that kind of fight would look like right now, even though Ramirez, you know, I'm being a little biased right now being from the Central Valley, but he said that he would even entertain that fight with, with Lomachenko. Um, those guys look great because they hang around for so long in the Olympics, and it's just not that much to the American fighters. But, I mean, I'm yeah. not trying to short like, man or nothing at all like that, but, uh, you, you know, you got to call a spade a spade. You feel me? Yeah, it's like it's like uh it's like white guys in NCAA basketball, you know. They yeah. dominate. They dominate cuz they're seniors, they're 22-year-old men out there playing against 18-year-olds. So, you know, it's all good. They're fighting at a high level, but you know, staying over there at 28 beating or 23, even 23, 24 beating up 18-year-olds. That's not saying too much. That's why when Triple G finally fought somebody, he he lost. And that's why Lomachenko couldn't couldn't handle uh couldn't handle Salido, because, you know. So it, I don't know. You know, I still think he wins, but all that amateur stuff. I think if he gets this is boxing, so you know, this is a uh, professional boxing, so you get touched in the face by a grown man. That's a little different when you finally fight a grown man. We thought he was gonna fight a grown man against uh, breaking down. That didn't happen. Walters. That didn't happen. But maybe Javante Davis is this grown man that he's finally going to fight. So, you know, we'll see. I, I'm going for Davis, but like I said, it's 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 a uh, it's a 10%. Not well. I give him 25. I'm at about 20 20 20% for him right now. He did look very crisp in there and fast and and strong. Very. My thing is this, like, those guys don't choose to stay in the Olympics that long. It's kind of like, you know, the same reason Regendahl stayed that long. They don't have the opportunity due to being able to defect from their countries to come here and go professional. You know, Gennady had been here for years, but he couldn't fight for some It's legalities in this. So, you know, it's like Yasiel Puig. He didn't, of course, want to fucking be in Cuba and have to do all the shit he had to do to get here. That's the only way to get here and get to the dough, or else he'd be over there playing for some fucking national team. 
you know, and right. you'd call that the amateurs, but he's playing the best that that system can offer him. So, and that's why, you know, when they get here, they just start, they start in the first day they walk in because that wealth of experience at that amateur level with the best of that whole, you know, system can offer, you are fighting good fighters. You're fighting fighters better than like, you know, you're fighting champions, man, like guys who go on to be world champions, especially for those guys who do, do them two and 300, 400 fights, man. They come out the gate, you know, Vasil Lomachenko fought goddamn Salido in his, what, third fight? That's crazy, man. That's insane. So that that amateur career counts for a lot. No, it, I mean, it does. I'm not taking it away, but the, it's just, you know, I don't it, – it's not, it's not my fault that that happened to him. So I don't really, you know – I, I mean, I, I, I feel you. That That does give them – a lot of experience, but they're not fighting grown men that whole time. So I don't, you know, that's all I'm saying. They're not fighting grown men, and the other grown men they're fighting are other guys that are similar to them. So, you know, like I said, but we're going to end it with that, man. I want to thank everybody for listening, everybody for joining. RC, before we get out of here, man, anything you want to say? To the folks. Nah, man. I mean, your um, uh, Rockets in a close game right now. Oklahoma City just coming back from down about 29 with Russ going off in the third quarter. Uh, now, you guys are comfortably up by 14, my mistake, but a tight game with Utah and OKC. Uh, good time to check out some basketball after this, but good boxing talk. JP, good shit. Uh, D, hopefully you can pay attention next time because, I mean, when we ask you questions, you just kind of lost in the sauce, but no worries. We'll figure it out one day. And, um, Good stuff until Sunday, man. We'll be back and, uh, and and touch up on a whole lot of other shit because, I mean, we touched up on a lot today, but a whole lot's going on um, in boxing right now. So, sports hot, and um, hopefully we'll have more insight on what's going on with Wilder and Joshua come Sunday. And um, hope we all have a good night for the rest of this one, man, until Sunday, outside of boxing. We out.